0: 17, and now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Awake After Show.
1: Woo! Wow. Woo! <laughs> wake up. Starting it, it off with okay. a bang. We are back. We are back, you guys. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz After Show for Awake. Uh, season 1, Episode 7, called Ricky's Tacos. And it's making me hungry just thinking about it. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, here with two very, very lovely people uh, helping me break down this awesome show. If you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves.
2: Well, thank you for having us, Kristen. I'm well, Sean you're welcome. <laughs> I'm Sean Overman, and you can follow me at Overman on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find my blog, too, seanoverman.org, where I break down Netflix and instant streaming stuff for your watching pleasure. Ooh. And
3: I am <laughs> I'm Lauren Turner. Um, my Twitter is Lauren's Love, L-U-V. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, laurenslove.com, all that good stuff
1: very cool well thanks everyone for listening if you guys just want to take a second out of your awesome special time and just rate and comment and let us know what you think about our after show we spend a lot of time um breaking down these shows and we just love to hear the feedback so do it tell your friends about it and uh tweet us all that kind of good stuff that's free
3: yeah we're doing this for you so just for us, yeah, because we love you guys, I and please, you. we're
1: you know we're down on our knees begging you, please. Here, yeah. <laughs>
2: it's that easy. You go on iTunes, you just go ahead and look at those stars, you click on one of them, and then you can say a little something. You say, oh, you click guys, click on are all doing... five of them. Yeah, all preferably. five of them. That would be great. And then you guys can say, oh, you guys are doing a great job. Or hey, we want you to talk about this topic, talk about that. We'll give you a shout out.
1: Yeah. And anytime you guys, um, if you are listening live, you can call in at 424-256-1729 and uh, we will chat with you. So awesome. Let's get into this episode. Uh, there was so much stuff in this yes. episode. Jam-packed. It was like a giant packed omelet from Denny's. Like it was just not that well, Denny's kind of cheap, but <laughs> <laughs> perspectives are mine, not after buffs. Uh, But it was just such a crazy busy episode that I, it, you know everyone for everyone listening we do watch the episode and then sit down as soon as we are done and go over it so we are breaking this down the way you guys are also computing it in your brains as well so um if you want to add anything again give us a call but um a lot of stuff going on in today's episode i think we saw a lot of movement with with britain but um i liked the crime plot i thought it was really interesting
3: you like the crime plot i did (laughs) yeah
1: i was excited it really kept me in involved today um episode two i I think was a little different for me i didn't i wasn't as interested in that but um i really liked it what about you guys
2: i enjoyed it this one had some juicy stuff you know it had that a uh, guy who was cemented in the red reality literally so that was really interesting to see i you know, wow and then we have uh some girl who throws herself off of uh, a balcony and we don't know why and it gets answered later on of course with very good reasons just yes. kidding
3: yeah I mean, definitely a juicy episode, if you want to use that word. Um, pulled some some strings, what do you mean, emotional strings, for me. I, I I definitely used a lot of my senses today. I cried a little bit. I laughed a little bit at some of the little quirky comic relief, and it just it brought again. It jam packed everything. It was definitely based more on the crime, um, the cases, in, in both red and green. We only saw uh, the wife and the son a little bit. Um, in this episode, which was different from previous episodes, which was interesting, but
1: I liked it. I yeah. thought it was a good departure.
3: Yeah, a <laughs> good
2: departure. <laughs> Which <laughs> departure is funny. The norm. Yeah, funny you say departure because he's getting out of his house a lot more, and he's about to leave to go to Oregon in the red reality. Right. His mm-hmm. wife's starting to get him. Like they open up, and he's trying to sell the house, and he's like, "Oh, we got to fix this and fix that. And if we fix all these things, we may want to stay." Right. So part of him still wants to stay there.
1: Right. Right. And we know that from the uh, psycho, the, the therapist. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they bring that up, telling, telling him yeah. that
1: he's just finding ways to stay around, but we'll. We'll get to the therapist in a little bit, but I'm glad that you brought up comedic relief because I thought this episode really did a good mix at having really highs of fun moments and then really deep lows, and I really want to give props to the captain. I thought she did a great job as an actor. She did really good. That was such a good monologue.
3: She's amazing. We know her from, I mean, are ER. ER, and yeah. right. she's been amazing since then, and it's kind of good to see her back on TV, but she finally got her moment, I think, in this episode where we got to see her truly act and uh, truly, you know, have us relate to her and to... What she's doing. I kind of did the Sean thing. I was like in the moment with her. Yeah. yeah. I
1: did get a tear. Yeah. I did get a, a welling of, of tears. I, know. I didn't get I any droplets, to, I but I had a welling.
3: My fears, too. I'm like, okay, this is what like, <laughs> right, yeah, so right, good. Right. Right.
1: But you dream of butterflies. You have no problems. I get her first. <laughs> okay, I have many more, more problems. <laughs> so in the crimes, um, uh, we had the, the girl who was a uh, teenager who Sabrina. Sabrina Thank you. Who committed suicide? Essentially, which we didn't know at the beginning, and then we also had the brother. Two um, very uh, dark um, reasons as to why there was death involved. Um, let's talk first about um, the um, Sabrina's case in the green, um, in reality. The green reality, and um, and our I, I think. I, I, ca- I kind of called it because the the guy, um, and I'm not trying to brag, but I'm totally bragging because I totally knew I called it because the, um, thank yeah, you, thank done. you, <laughs> $20, $20, <laughs> going to Ronnie. Um, yes. yes. Oh, even more. I feel like I'm at a Lakers game or Ronnie, something. Ronnie,
3: are you going to take us for Ricky's tacos back there <laughs> because I <huh? laughs> <laughs> yeah. all this money are Right, right,
4: right. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, so... The, the girl, I, I, I thought I called it because um, the way it was written, with having an actor like that who's overweight and who's really sympathetic, those characters are really easy to be Um, walked over Mm -hmm. Um, and I and I knew the instant they were telling him they were in the room with him and he was admitting to it I knew it was because he's just a weak character because if you look and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not being mean to uh, anybody who's overweight Um, you know we've all had moments of stuff but uh, someone who someone who may eat a lot who, who would lead to a larger body type shows maybe a lack of strength Of self discipline in a way.
0: The views expressed herein are those of others. No, it's not just me. Everyone knows that.
1: (laughs) No, Ronnie, I know, I know, you know, but, and yes, Ronnie, you can do that to me. But the, (laughs) but, I I think in casting him I knew immediately he was a gentle spirit and a gentle soul and there was no way that he was going to be the killer because of all those like his background Yeah. you know you could just see he was a nice guy so um
4: so there's the stats that people cannot kill people and and look is that what we're saying
3: no they set him out to not necessarily be the killer but they set him out to be a reason actually Ronnie
2: (laughs) and you know what it actually happened too early like his confession his his arraignment pretty much because being like you know arrested and he's being led off to his jail cell that would happen way too fast for it to be legit
3: yeah and with tears but what you did call out was
1: that she was a virgin
3: because the they were not a
1: virgin but wanting to
3: have well yeah because in the autopsy they found that um she had been sexually assaulted so you know they put it on the big guy that you were talking about the very sensitive guy the friend that she you know befriended um and put him in jail and uh, you called it and you're sitting right next to me and you're like, no, that's not it. She was probably a vegan or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a vegan from sex. It's like vegan, and then, virgin. Yeah. I
2: like that. That's a good one. <laughs> and then you
3: delved a little bit deeper and you even figured out some more. So...
1: Yeah, yeah. I had a feeling she was pregnant. Usually guilt yeah. goes along with suicide or something. So. And yeah,
2: interesting interesting side note with the whole you said he was like a weak-willed individual. And, of course, when he was being interrogated, this happens a lot with people who are like that. They end up confessing to things that they don't, they do. that they didn't do. It's and very it's, common. And, and it happens a lot. Yeah, and it's because there's so much pressure on someone that they think if they confess, it's going to be like, oh, okay, now the police are going to figure it out that I really didn't do it. I just want to get out of that interrogation room because it's so bad. Right. 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 And in his case, thankfully, everything worked out. You know? Yeah, she
3: was pregnant. Right, and
2: well, she,
3: she wasn't a virgin, but at one, you know, you basically were figuring it out. Yeah, like, and she
2: was a virgin with her peers. Let's just say, right, that.
3: right, right. Oh gosh. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a that's she like a soft a vir- way to yeah. put it. It was a
2: pretty harsh topic it was. with her going on with her. Like, and I kind of right when they went back to the father, I, I in my mind, I didn't voice it to you guys because I didn't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of figuring it out, like, oh man, yeah, you know, the dad's probably having an incestuous relationship with her right. and abusing her. I Right.
1: They did a really good job. And, you know, we've talked about clues lending to what reality might be real. I thought they did really good with clues for this crime, because when the father found out that the daughter had was dead, he over. I mean, he of course, you're going to be upset, but he instantly went to, um, the perpetrator, I don't know his name, the, uh, Ted, Ted, thank you. Yes. They instantly, he and instantly attacked Ted and yeah. it's like, he was doing that to cover his grounds. Like, why would you do this to my yeah. daughter? And it's immediately, if you're guilty, taking the, the, the eyes away from you and putting it on someone else. Bridget so I thought
3: that was a good clue. That, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a good point. Speaking
3: yeah. of clues, what, okay. So going back to the other case, what clues did we see, um, because there were quite a few clues, I think, in the other case as well with the cemented brother, you know, that kind of led to what could possibly happen and the outcome.
2: Yeah. Well, it was a what was pretty interesting about the clues over there were is he at first he sees, okay, he saw the in the green reality, he sees that permit that's from a Tioga College and it's got the, the mascot, it's a tiger, right? Tiger mascot. So uh, he sees that on the guy's shoulder at the tattoo of the tiger and he's like oh okay well that's so obviously he he sees that he doesn't take he, he didn't openly take much notice to it did he yeah. i don't he i don't think it, he, he noticed it but he didn't do anything about it really he just it was
3: just like he saw it. it was in his brain now he moved on he realized, yeah. and... okay there's a tiger in my other reality or dream and then there's a tiger on this man's um back as a tattoo but i don't think that's he... i think that's when it clicked though when he saw the tattoo yeah yeah you know of course because he's like wait a second i saw that yeah, yeah, you know. yeah exactly. But I don't think he really thought the, you know, brother was guilty at that point. Right, but right. That was a good twist. It was a surprise. It was a good surprise.
2: And you brought up something interesting before we went on air. You said that the, the family members, you said something about the family members on both the realities? Yeah,
3: the realities on both ends. There's betrayal within close family members. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the father um, molesting his daughter and ultimately ending up in her suicide and her death. And then you have the brother... Um, Killing his brother and taking his identity, you right? Know, just to get a green card, right? I mean, it's it's pretty sad. I get emotional about stuff. But that's probably why I have good dreams, because in real life, I'm just emotional <laughs> wreck. I'm both. I'm both. It's hell. It's hell, day and night.
2: Re- regarding the whole uh, the cemented guy. On a lighter note, um, I have I have a really funny <laughs> quote. <laughs> <laughs> where he he mentions uh Britain mentions Han Solo didn't look so good coming out of carbonite. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. That was funny. That was pretty uh, hilarious, yeah. you know, regarding that humor and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. They did have some good really really good comedic relief. I'm glad you wrote that down. Um so um so once we once we found out in in the um red reality about the the brother um we I guess I don't. Oh, I hate when I get into these because the show has so many layers.
2: Yeah, there's so spit much. it out. We'll <laughs> that I
1: really just have a hard time spitting it out. Um, Ab-bug. Ab-bug. I, Ab-bug. Ab-bug. Buzz it out. Buzz, out. Buzz it out. Buzz it out. I'm so out. mad you brought up those those <laughs> things. Um, <laughs> the the brother. I think again with the last with episode two we we talked about how killing you know killing for um, is there a right. Okay, time to kill. I yeah. don't think the way the um, the brother was killed. Yeah, in, it, it came episode, up again. But it was so the right. same kind of style. Ethical mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, and, and I like that they're using that instead of just doing straight-up murders that happen, you know, randomly on the street corner at a gas station. You know, they seem to have a lot of reasoning behind it, and it lends to something Else happening rather than just a dead there's just a dead guy in the ground that's that's not happening in the show and I like that yeah. there's always more to it than than that there's a reason why and um and I and. You know, controversial topic of the father molesting, but then we also have the controversial topic of immigration mm-hmm. on the other reality.
2: And that was interesting too, with the whole. And it really opened up with the whole um, v- Detective Vega okay. getting mad at that one foreman of the construction site, and them having that little scuffle with words, and you know, and taking off. Yeah,
1: and Britton dealt really well with yeah, it because he acted like he was on yeah. on the foreman's side. I like that too. Yeah, I, like I noticed. That. That. And then he got in and just kind of did the jab, yeah, you know. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and showed him the guns of, of really what was up his sleeve. And we got some information out of him, mm-hmm. um, which I like to take into my real life and maybe learn to there's a way to talk with someone. Yeah. To yeah. get out I, of them what you yeah. want. I, I that got quote. that quote. Okay. It was so
2: good. Awesome quote, you try awesome to quote. punch someone in the face, they duck. You try to punch them in the wallet, they open up. Yep. Yep, exactly. Favorite exactly. Of the night
1: for yes. Sure. Yep. So there's good life lessons. Yeah, yeah I'm really not trying to be lessons. family matters style thank lessons, but there are lessons. You know,
2: to Kyle Killian, the the creator of the show and the writer. Thank you very much. That was you know excellent writing. Well done. Yeah. It, it, we're learning lessons Amazing. from him from yeah. this great fictional show that we're enjoying. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I really enjoy. It. He's um, got a badass name, Kyle Killian. Kyle yeah.
3: yeah. So wait, is Rixie's Tacos a real taco place? No, I
1: don't doubt. So. I I was looking uh, at the logo. Going stuff and trying to. I eat a lot of fast food in, in LA. And speaking in of California, Ricky's Tacos, not there.
3: we got to talk about the beginning, the, the opening scene. I mean, I mean, he's at Ricky's Tacos and he is at the drive thru, Britton is, and he's just ordering his meal, and then all of a sudden we hear. The, the worker saying don't go to Oregon
2: Westfield has the answer
3: it all starts with Westfield yeah, yeah. so
1: Westfield is this great mystery that we what is Westfield? I, we will not know I think until the last episode
3: um, of the season well, the yeah. case we know that there's a case yeah there's a Westfield case
2: they're re- revealing slowly. slowly very slowly
1: which is good. They have so many running tracks on yeah. this show. There's one up here. There's one down here. There's one in the middle. And we, and we have to stay on top of all of them to really get the whole show, to really understand the entire thing. And we
3: know the captain has something to do with Westfield. The captain and, she's, and Carl. And we captain love Carl the captain. Carl the bench guy. <laughs>
2: As of this episode, we love the captain oh, now because she was captain. so compassionate right. and empathetic with the little girl. She she's was able be, to extract that watch information. Watch her be
3: like the top of the, you know... Devil? i don't know when, when she was <laughs> gonna be i don't think so either her. no no i have a feeling
2: that she has a hand in it she because she's trying it. to cover something up obviously yeah
3: she definitely does have yeah. a hand in it i don't think she's really like i, mean, I wonder if know, it's a
1: forced so. hand if it's by choice or yeah. if she's yeah. been dragged into this somehow and mm-hmm. she's covering her she own.
3: definitely cares for britain you can tell I mean, she, she does
1: care but and, and
3: especially like, with that hug you can tell
1: Yeah, but when the instant he left her office and she said... She's
3: back to... She said,
1: our problem just walked out of my office. She turned totally cold. She went from this really warm figure to a really cold person. And so I'm wondering how good she is. Mm. If she makes such a switch like that. That's
2: a good observation. If she,
1: you know, kind of a phony, putting it on like she's this...
2: Maybe she's just being cold to Carl, the bad guy, the bench guy, because she just wants to get him off the phone. Doesn't yeah. want to talk to his yeah. criminal. Yeah, guys, butt. I
3: want to know what the other fans think about this. If you guys can email us at info at afterbuzztv dot com, let us know what you think about Captain, good or bad. Because that would be something that I really want to know what everyone else thinks. Yeah, and, you know, that's just it's like I go from scene there. to scene. Yeah. What you know, in one scene I'm like, oh, she's good, and then you know, when yeah, I see her talk I, to him, yeah, I think she's that's bad. Just like with them. Um, Reality, which one is a dream, you know, which one is going to be a dream. Exactly. Or any of them going to be one. Exactly. But yeah. Well,
1: so have have you guys um, changed any opinions on on the standing realities as they are right now? Any different perspectives, any clues, anything bigger picture come out tonight?
3: You know, I, no, not for me at least. We didn't see anything with the families. We didn't see the families that much.
1: Just uh, Just the underlying topic of Oregon. So that was as close as I think we
3: could get to any sort of clues. Should he leave or should he stay? If he leaves, what happens? And no, he's,
2: being edged. he's being edged into staying by the mysterious Ricky's Taco drive-thru attendant. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. Always got to listen to fast food workers. <laughs> yeah, They've seen the world. They know, <laughs> they know what looks like. They exactly. know everything. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I would love to see him go to Oregon because I think that we would really see some crazy conflict happen which would cause some crazy dreams yeah and some really good episodes because i think the more chaotic your your actual reality the more chaotic perhaps your your dreams are which means more entertainment for us as viewers for the show um if he went to to oregon um how do you guys think that would work out um Anna and I spoke about this about two weeks ago on that podcast, and it, it was still so new that I don't know if we had really come to any conclusions. I just thought if th- he does go to Oregon, again, the dreams will get crazy and the writers will have an amazingly large job in front of them. That was the only two things <laughs> right. that I could I mean, come to. If he leaves
3: and goes to Oregon, will he be able to stay in the other reality or the other dream? Like, Will he be able to stay with Rex? or does that mean that his body is gone it's in oregon so what happens to rex like that's what i'm not i'm My, confused about
1: the the theory i kind of have on going to oregon is if you if he's actually physically going to oregon he might not even know because he can dream that he's back in san diego so you or can, in L.A. or in la i'm sorry so you can be in you can be in a physical place, but never have any awareness of it if you're just dreaming all the time. Yeah, yeah if that's you, a good point. You know, yeah, so he right. can place himself back where he originally was.
2: It's that that whole uh, two parallel worlds thing exactly. that I was talking about last time. Yeah, when you know he's going to be living in one, he's going to be living in the other. They're completely leg- legitimate. They're you know he, they're going to happen.
1: Right, right. So I just wanted to go over some um, potential theories. Um, this is aside from any. Crime plot that happened in this episode. This is more of a overall, overall thing, psychological I'm so stuff. So fascinated with it, yeah. Um, and uh, a couple, a couple theories. Um, none of this is real, perhaps. Um, nobody has died, and there was no wreck. Britain is merely the subject of some, you know, alien experiment or government or experiment. These are from these are theories from um, uh, IMDb message boards. So. Uh, Or perhaps neither world is real, and he's dead, and these events are taking place
3: in purgatory, or something. In yeah,
1: (laughs) between life and death, in some afterlife scenario, um, which would be hell. I would consider that if this was like your afterlife, this would be pretty bad. Um, What do you guys think? Are those those are
3: too far fetched? Purgatory, like I don't think that that's hell in a way. I mean, I think that he's getting kind of the best. That you can get from a situation like this, because he didn't lose both of them, he still gets to experience life with one, you know, on each end. But you know, my theory is that he's alive and just in a coma, and he's gonna wake up. Right, right. And they're gonna be like, "Oh, we missed you so much. Yeah, and sleeping for a year. Yeah, yeah. Some, I, someone <laughs> threw yeah. In, someone threw in the mix. Like if he
1: was in a coma and they were doing experiments on him, like the government yeah, or something. Yeah, like with
3: that. Conspiracy thing, though. So.
2: I actually had an interesting uh, note that I wrote down from the the last episode that we did. I didn't get to express it. Um, did they? Get, okay, obviously he doesn't remember much. Be you know from the prior to the accident right uh well not prior to the accident but during the accident he doesn't remember obviously he doesn't remember who died he right. doesn't really remember what happened he didn't even remember his blood alcohol content as we talked about uh last week mm-hmm. and um so how, why doesn't he remember is it because he got he was you know hit with a concussion but how how could that have been so controlled and so convenient you know obviously it's convenient right. for the riders and exactly. for us the audience exactly but, yeah
3: but definitely something's going on because even in the conversation between the bench guy, what's his name? Carl. Carl and the captain. I mean, it even kind of alludes to the fact that they were hoping he didn't remember something because he keeps going back to Westfield.
2: That's right. And I was actually going to bring up what if they drugged him on purpose? What if they increased his blood alcohol level in some other way? Or what if they gave him an injection or slipped him something prior to the whole accident? Or what if someone was tailing him? Like, obviously, it was going on in this episode. And then when the accident happened obviously we don't know which one of his family members died or if they're both alive um what if they injected him with something or gave him some type of drug while he was unconscious while he was in the car still freshly you know crashed right i
1: think that's a really legit theory oh yeah definitely it was like the brain the wheels were turning just as you said that i was thinking, wait they made him get in this accident yes um, I think that could be completely legit because if you look at him as a person, we don't know him before this, like we said, but he doesn't seem like the type that would drink and drive. Mm-mm. He seems way too responsible. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I don't think especially his wife would be willing to let him drive With if that was the situation. Car,
3: especially, yeah. Right.
1: So I, I think there's a lot of merit to that. And at the end of this whole thing, if that's what happens, I'll give you a high five. A
3: hand
1: hug. A hand hug. We have hand hand. My hand will no longer be a vegan. 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 No vegan. (laughs) So he keeps going back to this Westfield distribution center, and um, it was a crime scene before. Do we know what the crime scene was?
2: We don't. We
1: we haven't revealed that.
2: They did an investigation. Um, They went through the tax records. They went through all kinds of other paper records. It it sounds like it was a white-collar crime deal going on. And uh, they couldn't find anything, uh, according to Byrd. So all the paperwork now, after Britton tried to investigate, he finds that he can't find it anymore. It's Mm -hmm. it's magically disappeared. Right, Mm. right.
1: And I'm hoping that somehow he'll find his way to these people Um, Carl, and and he'll start picking up that there was paperwork there. And because he's such a good detective, I think that slowly, because we've seen this Westfield stuff creeping in slowly, I think maybe he will get closer and closer every episode to... to maybe he'll meet Carl somehow, and he'll dream about his face in the other yeah. world, and then he'll be like, "Oh, I know him I'll somehow, him and I have yeah. to figure out how I know him." And you know, maybe he'll find that there were papers there somehow, and and find his way because um, I don't want this to be revealed to him. I want him to figure this out, which I'm assuming he
2: will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's actually pretty cool is that we're learning more about uh, Carl now. We can see that. He All was right. in an office. He's in an office, so he's he's not just a mob boss, right, right. you know. With he shady- wasn't like
1: in a cigar, like playing no, no. playing no. in the casino. Yeah, like, so looks, he's not in the mob.
2: It looks like he's a legitimate businessman as his day job, and he's moonlighting as a criminal
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: or daylighting as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think he could something. Maybe not a criminal. I, th- I I think my 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 theory would be um, my very shallow theory would be that I think perhaps he works for um, a bigger government agency and he effed up. Or something and mm-hmm. he's trying to cover his track so he works he works for the, for the the government and he looks like he's doing good things but underneath he's really not doing good things for that government
2: so like they're trying to scapegoat brighton because of his, mistakes, his mistake maybe. right mm-hmm.
1: right that's what i would guess i think i'm thinking that because i saw a movie recently with that kind of plot yeah. <laughs> so but not that i think they would be unoriginal
2: yeah. <laughs> Did we talk about the doctors? I don't think uh, so. Stuff? And I was just going to ask yeah. if we
1: did because I know we talked about it right before we went on air. But
2: we mentioned uh, a little bit about the doctors, I think, and their perspectives this time. Um, uh, let's see. Being similar. Evans liked how the taco the Ricky's taco drive-thru attendant was almost barking orders at Brighton when normally he's receiving orders yeah. for the food
1: right 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 so that was
2: interesting yeah, yeah. and, and oh, oh go ahead
3: no, no,
2: no go ahead. Oh, uh, additionally um so we didn't see for for much of the episode we didn't see uh Dr. Lee contributing anything until later on when he when the right before he discovers the whole you know the, oh that ta- the tiger tattoo is really a devil underneath you know and that was a really cool revelation yeah uh from uh from Dr. where he talked about the pentimento do you know what a pentimento is oh is it something you put in a sandwich right
1: (laughs) right that was a good line Good line. good
2: line so uh he discovers traces you know that the definition of that is traces of earlier work in paintings from like ancient or like maybe renaissance painters or whatever um so it helps him see past that tiger tattoo um
1: And past his own, didn't have a lot to do with him because he was changing the way he was seeing his
2: whole, his dreams. And that, yeah, that was really interesting. Even we, as the audience were fooled, we expected to see, oh, it's like, you know, it's a tiger. So it was a tiger. What was cool was he like removed the tiger in his mind and he could see, oh, it's a devil. It was a devil
3: that, you know, when creating this new life for himself. Had um, to figure out a way to cover that up. Covered it up with a tiger. I thought that was amazing. Yeah his tramp stamp in writing
2: yeah. his, <laughs> his tramp, tramp stamp on his shoulder <laughs> yeah. that's where he likes it uh, upper tramp stamp yeah <laughs> so um and then evans asks you know what does all this mean what's all this happening your manufactured reality um later on and she says that you know like him her dr evans and dr lee they even say you're creating a manufactured reality that doesn't exist you know and it's it's to help him like stay in this almost like a continuous loop of you know what if he is you know really dreaming is he making all these to help him solve and Uh, mysteries make him feel better and that totally reminds me of memento have you guys seen that movie with the whole you know a man cannot you know he can't remember his past you know as he can't and he has to make up these new antagonists and villains to help himself feel better and solve these crimes Mm -hmm. right
1: and i was surprised that dr lee had the same perspective for the most part because we've always seen just completely conflicting different perspectives
3: yeah i mean they both basically say like you're creating you're doing this to stay put to stay here um, in LA not go to Oregon of course Dr. Lee is saying like you know you're staying here but you're hindering yourself you know you should go to Oregon so that is where it differentiates because Evans kind of believes that he sh- maybe he should stay and kind of you know figure everything out as opposed to just getting out but they both do believe that he's trying to make it so he has to stay. He's looking for reasons to stay. I have to solve this Westfield case. I have to do, you know, to stay. Yeah, so.
1: yeah. If I were the therapist in that, I'd say go, 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 because I'd want him to. I mean, that probably wouldn't be the smoothest way to get someone to snap out <laughs> of us something. But I would I I would love for them to say go because I want to see him all of a sudden go like jolted, like, oh, wait a second, I'm dreaming right now, like yeah. just to find I, I would love to see a mo- maybe a moment where he's realizing this is a dream moment, but not to give it away, not to give away the storyline. And um, I think that would be interesting, but don't go to really don't go to Oregon because it's kind of boring, and you're just going to drink coffee. <laughs> then you won't ever be able to sleep, and I, you know, won't dream because you'll be on coffee in Oregon. Because CN- yeah, yeah, that's awesome. might get
2: hired, you know, but I'm sure he's going to get hired with another police force over there. But we could save that for predictions and stuff.
1: Definitely, definitely. <laughs> There's no <crime> in Oregon. <laughs> It'd be
2: really interesting. It just okay. rains all the time there. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, gloom. That's what I'm used to. So, um, Are we yes, yes. So, um, I just want to make sure that we've we've covered everything um, before we go to commercial break. Because again, there was so much in this episode. So, much. so we had some like moral issues um, within the crimes. We had um, the moving. We have um carl we have molestation we have so many different things did we cover it all you guys satisfied if we go to commercial i think we
2: pretty much got it all i think
3: we're good
1: all right all right and with that we'll go to commercial
0: after buzz tv
1: hi
5: i was once like you a lazy angry loner whose only joy was watching tv and surfing the net
1: Well, right now, you don't really have that choice of what you want to buzz about because we are buzzing about Awake. Awake, Awake, Awake. Oh, this is a the really theme. good show.
2: There's the theme that's song. the theme song. Thank you, cool Ronnie. Song.
3: Thanks, Ronnie.
1: Thank you for that awesome song because it's
3: awesome. We should bring in ink blocks and like test each other. Yeah, that's a good
1: intro. That's a really good opening Amazing. they have on that show. Yeah. And I love the quick little um like dialogue they have yeah. at the beginning like so you're dreaming and I'm really. That's what the other. It,
4: I just yeah. feel like it's sort of drawing me in, you know, a little bit more. Good. So We're I thought I, a little it. bit at a time, man. Yeah. A song,
1: I think the intro song for a show makes so much of a difference if it's a good show or not. Because like Sex and yes. the City, I yeah, love Sex and the City, but on. I I think I liked it cuz I love that song.
3: It's like you can be in another room and you know. Like, yeah,
2: oh, yeah. you lady! It draws
1: you in. Why am I talking about? It sex always in the city surprises right now? <laughs> me that you
4: like Sex in the City. That one I know, always shocks it's the me. The only
1: way I can get the, this progesterone out of my skin.
4: Because you, <laughs> you always call yourself what? A fifty-year-old?
1: I'm a six-year-old man. Oh, my God. (laughs) In a young woman's body. I won't say my age anymore because I know I feel like I'm getting older. (laughs) um, Anyway, so uh, we have um, some news and gossip we're going to get to. But before we do that,
3: um, Lauren is going to tell us about one of our
1: famous actors on this show.
3: Uh Yeah, I mean, we have some really – we were talking about the characters. They're amazing. The acting is so good on the show. Um, And we know Laura Allen plays Hannah. She's actually one of my favorite – I would love to following her on twitter she tweets a lot um her twitter is laura underscore allen la so make sure you follow her and here's some interesting facts she was born in oregon which i think is kind of interesting wow you know this whole thing about going to oregon and there she is on the screen
2: so she's very familiar with the territory
3: she's very familiar with the territory she has great eyebrows She's so, she's a a former soap opera star as well.
2: Uh-huh.
3: Um, she, and get this, guys. She when she graduated from college, she was actually a counselor in the domestic violence unit of the 24th precinct. So kind of what? knows what she's doing in that wow. department as well. When it comes to this um the show, um in New York, you know, not L. A. In New York, and um she's fluent in Japanese pretty much. Well. Wow. That wow. Oh, that's her, interesting. That was on her that website. That is so internet. random. She basically is fluent in Japanese, which is so random but so awesome um and she's a distant relative of princess grace of monaco wow. which i can kind of see
1: i feel like that. you can say that about like i'd be like oh yeah i was related. king harry was my uh, great uncle's brother's <laughs> best friend like i i, I want to come up with one of those stories I make people aunt, think i'm like richer or something that
3: has a star on the hollywood walk of Fame, which is oh, yeah. yeah, awesome very cool but no i mean she kind of does look like princess grace. yeah she looks princessy um, and so, yeah, there's just some fun facts about Laura. Every episode, we just want to tell you guys a little bit more about a character or it, the person who plays the character. So, yeah, there you go.
2: And I got some news from the Twitter sphere. So I'm following BD Wong, and uh, he plays Dr. Lee on the show, for those of you who um, do not know. And someone tweeted at him, and they asked him, any word on the return of Hallucination Penguin? And he responded, oh, yeah, he comes back kind of keep watching oh I so it. it's a long. we're gonna see the penguin again <laughs> no, we're I've gonna heard, see the power I've animal a
3: couple of interviews even with wilmer and um with um Jason, that the penguins come back. So. <laughs> I don't know how
1: I felt about the penguin. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to even get started one. on the penguin. It's going to be more than one.
3: It's going to, they're going to change the
1: term from jump the shark to jump the penguin. Yeah. Like after that. Yeah. It's you like know what? it was kind of, kind of hokey. It,
2: it's it, the way it was, you know, CGI'd, it, it was a little bit, I didn't like it too much because yeah. it was kind of cartoony and the way it moved and everything. But, you know, how, you know, <laughs> of course, how could they make it do those gestures, right? Right. A real penguin. But <laughs> we all remember
1: the Billy Madison penguin. Don't, do we not? He was imagining
2: power. <laughs> no, I do not. Actually. It
1: was it was way worse.
2: So uh, I'll give a wake a pass. Okay, good.
3: But it's a dream, it can, right?
2: Yeah, he's on a spiritual well, journey. It's yeah. his spirit guide. Yeah, yeah. His spirit guide. I thought it was his power. <laughs> it's both. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's this new therapist <laughs> very cool is that is that it so that's, I, what, I it, that's what i got for That's what i got so um i always like to talk about ratings um i like concrete things and um just not men as concrete things on this episode oh, wow. yes,
2: i want to i want to hear ratings i remember the last show um that i saw that the first show you did for oregon um, you talked about like the, how many millions of people were watching it, so I want to hear it. This yeah.
1: Time. Um. Well, this past Thursday, um, for all of NBC and most other show or uh, other um cable networks, um, the ratings were literally horribly low. Oh, like, for everything. U- like ultimately low for everything. So, um. Last week, Awake had 2.56 million viewers.
2: Oh, and the previous week, it had a lot more, right? Or two, it, two weeks ago. It
1: didn't have that many. It had like th- 3.5 million or okay. something like that the week before. Okay. But all the shows were down. However, to put this in perspective, 2.5 million million people. Sounds like a lot of people. You know, you think like, oh, okay, that's a lot of people. That's a uh-huh. lot of bodies I would never want to touch or see. How
2: many people are in the U.S.? We got five. Uh, we got 300 million people here.
1: Well, if you put it in perspective, um, t- 10 years ago on NBC on the same night, ER and Friends had over 20 million viewers oh, per show. Oh my gosh. Friends was at like 28 million viewers. But there's so many other outlets for people to watch. Exactly. exactly. Television's
2: changed so much since then.
1: But a lot of the experts say that Regardless of the technology, they say it comes down to the shows Mm -hmm. and they're just saying this article that I read it was just more more analyzing the shows and are the shows as good as they were 10 years ago and I think awake is a really good show. I think a lot of these shows are really good shows. but again, I, I mean, it would make com- it's common sense to think there's so many other outlets out there right yeah. now that I mean, you know, yeah. Netflix and like video voodoo, games, voodoo, and Hulu, and yeah. all that kind of stuff,
2: the yeah. voodoo, Twitter, everyone's just
1: like sitting on their computer,
4: so yeah.
2: Facebook,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, it's god, bad. what world you know, we live in. What
3: it comes down to, and is, it's also
4: good. Oh, go ahead, sorry, sorry Laura. Yeah, no, what it comes
3: down <laughs> to is like people just need to. Watch After Buzz so you can learn about the show. And then watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the
2: show on Facebook. You know, they you know got like go 82,000 like people following it right now for Awake. It's only been on for, what, how many? It's only many been on for seven weeks? episodes. Yeah. 82,000 is pretty good. That's pretty solid for yeah. that right, amount Ronnie, of what you saying? Well, oh, me? I was saying the exact same thing you were
4: saying. We yeah. just said it differently. I mean, exactly <laughs> what you were about to say was where I was going, so... Cool. I guess I'll use this time to say, what's up, Chatters, in the chat room on AfterBuzz? Because mm-hmm. the thing is, they're so hey, passionate. Chatters. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty girl saying, hey, Chatters. I love it. Yeah. Um, they are so passionate, but, you know, it's, it's a matter of, like, which shows do they love, you know? And my thing is, like, yo, if the Chatters could start liking Awake, that would do a lot for AfterBuzz and for the show itself. So that's my little public service announcement, you know, for, you have,
3: thank you, Ronnie.
4: Oh, and then we get phone calls and all that too. Oh, yeah, so definitely. you're always welcome to call 424-256-1729. Let us know your favorite character on Awake. Um, all that good stuff.
1: Very cool. You
3: yeah, have one more story. Huh? Yeah,
1: I do. Um, I just wanted to share something um, that um, I read about Jason Isaacs. Um, he, it's you know, basically he's saying that he has trouble sleeping um, in real life. So Whoa. He's, yeah, so he says much like my character in some ways, I don't get much sleep um, because uh, he's an insomniac um and then he says he's up reading a lot actually um of most things people both professionally and amateurs what they write about the show and what they say about the show he says he reads comments blogs feedback he reads it all because he has so much time nice in the middle of the night when he's not sleeping sounds kind of like me yeah <laughs> so um I, I think you know th- that's why he plays us so well um but um i
4: and I also like that he is taking time to look. You said he doesn't sleep, so he looks on the blogs and stuff?
1: Yeah, like professional and Well, then hopefully he's watching
4: our show, because that would be good. I awesome. mean. Yeah, of course. And, and, and we know that a couple people are watching and listening and all that good stuff. Let's go to the phones and also see what the people from AfterBuzz have to say. Hello,
6: AfterBuzz mm-hmm. awake. Hey, guys. It's Adrian once, ag- once again. Hey, Ronnie.
4: Hello, sir. Hello, Hi. Adrian. How we doing? T- how we doing tonight? Good, we're talking about Awake. Do you love the show? Have you? Are you starting to at least get it? I've heard into- of it.
1: You have heard and, of it? Uh,
6: you, yeah, you- I've heard of it, and I actually heard some pretty good reviews about it. So nice. I was just checking about the After Buzz show tonight, and...
1: Well, you should watch it. It's a really good show. It's really interesting. And if you like to have um, theories on what's going on, this is a show to watch. Because if you go to the movies and you're like, oh, I'm going to call it and I totally know this guy's like the bad guy. This is the kind of show that pulls you in and you just want to give your opinion and maybe compete with your friends on who's right and who's wrong.
6: Right. Especially the, the, the sort of plot for, you know, like you can't tell if the guy's either awake or asleep, you know, that type of deal. And also, kind of want to comment about the ratings that all shows have been having lately, as well. Yes, please. Uh, it seems like uh, is, is is there like a mic feedback because I'm hearing myself talk.
1: It, um, if you just make sure that your volume is down um, on the computer, if you're, it's you're watching live, it's your
4: alternate awake universe, the red world and the green <laughs> world. You got two worlds going on, so just go from one of them.
6: Yeah, but um, as like you said. It just seems like the writers are just writing, running out of material to actually use in order to make new shows. I mean, that's why the ratings are going down or, you know, starting to lose interest.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're absolutely right. If you think about, like, when you think about, like, so- new songs that are written, you're like, how can they even write a new song? You haven't, like, every—hasn't every single beat ever in the world already been created? Right. You know, and
6: and—, and-, and- Right. And also, nowadays, you could just use autotune and anybody can be a star just with that alone.
2: Yep.
3: Well, now you can just create a reality show and anybody can be a star. So.
6: <laughs> yeah, same with reality shows. And now, um, I also think one of you said about video games, too. Everyone's now starting to go back to video games, whether it be Call of Duty or Battlefield 3 or... You know, those are like the top games that everyone seems to play or heard of, even Madden. You know, you know nowadays people just watch video game gameplays so of these new games that are coming out. You know, people are more interested with that, you know.
2: Yeah, I just- I'm oh, sorry to interrupt you, Adrian, but yeah, I agree with you with uh, regarding video games. I'm like the video ga- game guy here, and I I absolutely am a video gamer, okay? I love games. I grew up playing Resident Evil. Uh, Call of Duty, all that stuff, and Halo—one of my favorite games—and it's you know these days games are so are so interactive. They're like interactive movies. You know, they're like your favorite right. TV show. They, they last for hours. Right, if, you get like hundreds of hours of gameplay out of that, as opposed to watching a movie for two hours or like eight and a half right. hours over the whole season of an entire show.
1: Right, it's like if these video right. games right. looked like, looked like Mario and Luigi, people wouldn't really be watching those movies.
6: Right.
3: Well, like I just hope like that our a
6: good, plan, like oh like, sorry. Oops, sorry um, no, I just hope that our up.
3: platform here, oh. <laughs> Afterbus TV, can help with ratings because and I don't think I think that was just like something that happened one day. I don't think next week or tonight it's going to be the same. I think that people still love to sit, you know, on the couch and watch TV, whether it's through Hulu or through your computer. I still have faith that, you know, TV's not going anywhere.
4: Agreed with Lauren. The good programs will get the attention and they'll get the attention in different ways than before. You know, like you said, uh, Kristen, you know, uh, um, sorry, friends and ER 10 years ago, that was all the business. That was all the rage. Well, back then, people weren't talking about your shows respectively on Facebook and Twitter and all these different outlets. So Adrian, I guess what we're going to say right now is do us the favor. And if you want to be involved with Kristen and, and Sean and Lauren in the conversation, do us that favor and go start watching awake. And that way yeah, you can kind of start, right. start contributing with, well, let me, uh,
6: let say one more thing about when it comes to video games, though, there's sure. one game that, t- that t- kind of beats all of it when it comes to plots and all that is Batman Arkham A city.
2: Ah. That game
6: is, yeah, if I don't know if any of you guys heard of it, but oh, that yeah. game that's that story alone is just awesome and you know, if you guys aren't gamers or anything like that, just check out the gameplays just about it. That alone will just kinda draw you in. Just as a video game, that's that itself just is like, wow, that's coming from a video game, I never really hear that you
2: know yeah absolutely i agree with you man i actually played uh, arkham asylum batman and that was a really good game too i didn't get to play that that one that you were talking about arkham city but i agree with you and uh, thanks for calling adrian yeah thank call you. in next oh, week oh you're
6: welcome uh yeah you know have a good night and you know see you guys later on during the week if you guys have any other shows i'll be watching for sure oh, and ronnie you. i'll keep in touch with you
1: awesome adrian thanks so much for your call I really appreciate thank it thank you And yeah, share the love with your friends, of course. So um, awesome. Well, let's uh, get into predictions.
4: You want to do predictions? Let's do it right. Let's move it. Now. And now,
2: you're after Buzz TV. I'll start off on my predictions. W- I
4: predicted that you were going to start off. That was my prediction.
2: Waka, waka, waka. Okay. Um, so, Westfield obviously has something to do with the accident. The whole Westfield distribution thing, he was getting too close. Brighton was getting too close. It cost him one of his family members, maybe both of them, maybe none of them. We don't know. <laughs> so um, Maybe that, his life. That is going to be, more is going to be revealed in the coming episodes. Um, I want to see more of Carl. I want to learn his last name. <laughs> he's no longer carl benchman carl's Jr. Jun- he's junior Carl's
3: junior and ricky's
2: and um and i want to see um see something i think the next couple episodes like the captain kind of alluded to this uh brighton's going to be sticking around in la more because you know his it's a process like his moving is going to be a process they still have to sell the house they're going to take care of that Mm -hmm. and then within the next couple episodes maybe he will move to oregon even if it's just for one or two episodes i want to see him in oregon and i want to see him like almost losing his mind you know like having the breaks insanity in between oregon and la
3: I agree. I agree. What about you? Um, you know, I kind of do want to see him in Oregon, but I have a feeling that he's not going to move to Oregon. Like, I have a feeling that something possibly traumatic is going to happen um, with Hannah. Maybe she's going to be the one that decides not to go. Um but, you know, we'll see. And, of course, I want to know more about Westfield. I'm just so interested in finding out what happened, obviously, like everyone else before the crash. I want to know who Britain was before that crash. I wish there was some way for them to do a flashback or something in one episode. But that's all I have for predictions today. Awesome. Well, I think he might I think he might go to
1: Oregon. I think it would just add so many different layers of what they could do with these dreams. So I definitely think it will happen. But um, I think it will happen with resistance. And I I, um. I think uh, next episode as well, Carl's going to play a bigger part. And um, I really think that the um, captain is going to um, play a big role on getting him to Oregon and she'll, Mm. I think of push butter him, him hot, but push, push him away as yeah. yeah, slowly Shuffling. as she can. Yeah. That's why I don't think they She'll she'll do it. She'll do it really smooth. She, he won't know that
2: she's doing it to him. Of course, because so. she's like that motherly figure when she's there in the yeah. in the department. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What a good show! Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a fun show. We're My prediction to next
4: week. is more and more people are going to get on this uh, afterbuzz train of uh, watching Awake and yes. and then jumping over here and talking about it with us. That's yes. what I Absolutely. hope for, at least. Maybe not a prediction, but uh, I hope.
1: Uh, hope. <laughs> <laughs> we c- yes, yes. We hope, but we know it will happen because we love and we're confident here at AfterBuzz that everyone will listen and enjoy our shows. So, thanks for listening. This was um, a lot of fun. We're looking forward to next week. Make sure you tune in and rate and comment and watch Maria on um, Dancing, with Dancing with the Stars. And real quick, let's give our twitters.
3: Sure.
2: At uh, the Sean Overman.
1: I'm Lauren Love L-U-V, and I'm at Kristen Carney K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. Follow me. And so, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Go From
0: Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later.
2: After,
4: buzz.
0: After
2: buzz. After buzz.
0: The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.